And again, you are listening to the Grind Season Podcast as we prepare for our final segment. It's another Mythbuster, Jason Smith. Okay. Did I throw out to you? This is Mythbuster number two. Is it possible for the Memphis Grizzlies to look what a do what appears to be title contending and developing young players at the same time? And when I say that, you see guys like Isaiah Williams who are getting a lot of minutes. Um, we start off the season playing Santi Aldama. I mean, that's even Santi. That's that, you started. You started Santi Aldama at the beginning of the season. He didn't play at all last year. Mm-hmm. You started him when you had Brandon Clark on your roster. You had Dylan Brooks who could have moved over and played some forward. He, he can defend for us. A lot of things you could have done. You could have started Tillman along with Stephen Adams. Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. You could have got a guy in free agency or you know whatever. You could have signed a guy. They started a guy who had never played last year. The season after battling with the Golden State Warriors, the people saying we'll NBA title contenders. They, we know that they focus on developing. So the question I'm asking is, is it possible to have a game plan, a strategy as a front office that is focused on contending for a championship and be a team that's focused on developing at the same time? Hard to do, Sane. Um, The Grizzlies are – coming the closest I think we've seen. Like, it, it, we cannot stress enough that this coming into the season, this isn't wasn't based on minutes played, but age of roster coming mm-hmm. into the year. Because, you know, that with that minutes played, it goes up and down. But you're talking about the fifth youngest team in the NBA. Those other, those other young teams, the Magic, uh, uh, Houston Rockets, some of those, they're all at the bottom of the league. And so I say that to say this, that coming into this season and coming off a second-round playoff loss to Golden State, Remember that it was while you always had the players who could contend and maybe the system this year was always about number one, finding out, developing the the core that you have that you didn't get to see much. Mm-hmm. All five guys, Stephen Adams, Dylan Brooks, Ja, Jaron, all of them, Desmond Bay on the floor together. Remember, it only happened what eleven times last year where you had those those main four together. So this season was about finding out what that looks like together, getting them all healthy and and developing that along with, you know, these rookies that you're trying to plug in at the same time. It was never about coming into this season. I know mm-hmm. saying you, and, and I got to give you all the credit. You had this team higher in the standings than anybody in terms of what we thought. Hell, I thought they would end up being a, uh, that there was a good chance they'd be a five or a six seed, mm-hmm. but coming into the season, it was never about contending for a title with 23 and 24 year olds. It was about continuing to develop your team, Find out what it looks like when it's whole in the playoffs and 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 continue that process. And oh, by the way, if you can contend, that's a luxury. That's a luxury for a young team to be able to contend right now. So the Grizzlies are the closest thing doing it. Same point to me, the examples of of of, of you know of teams that were developing young guys 23 24 but are in Mm -hmm. this position because the ones that are as young as you, like we said, are at the bottom of the league right now you know, determining whether or not to tank. And so back to your question, can, can you pull it off? The Grizzlies are pulling it off. But I think more important than contending this year, because that was never the goal, is again, remembering, yes, you're trying to develop that core and see right. if, hey, is, does Dylan Brooks need to be a part of this or not? You know, uh, um, you know, finding out what you have in the playoffs with what you've got, that's all a part of, uh, of this long game, this bigger process. And so if – if yes, it can be done. The Grizzlies are doing it right now. They're developing. Santi's being developed. You're trying to develop Zaire. I mean, 
you know, even Desmond Bain is still developing. What are we talking about here? John Morant right. and, and Jaron Jackson. Developing. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but the luxury is nobody in that starting lineup is a finished product, except for Dylan. Right. Exactly. Product. The luxury is they're so damn good, Stane. And and at times the system is so good, especially defensively, mm-hmm. that, that you can that you're contending right now. But yeah. I don't think you should lose no one should lose sight of what this you know what this season was still about, which right. is still part of the building process, so that man, you you're a contender, you stay there. You know, you're talking about maybe return trips to the finals. Like it right. feels like Boston's in position to do right. Right, right, right. Um, I would say that it's TBD or there's not enough information to to de- determine an analysis of whether this is, is a myth or not. Um, and for the same reason you said, because when you start looking out through the history of the NBA, no team has ever done this. They, no. you never, even if you want to say those Oklahoma City teams that had James Harden, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. That team traded away a young Jeff Green for an older Kendrick Perkins to solidify that young team to make them, you know, a championship team. The Golden State Warriors, the homegrown example, they drafted Harrison Barnes and didn't play him, took him out of the starting lineup to, to have Andre Godala in there. You know, they started him in throughout the season, but when it came down to the playoffs, they acquired, they went and acquired, you know, Andre Godala mm-hmm. to solidify that team. Um, but the Grizzlies are looking like they're going to do. This is unprecedented. Like, like we said, you've got Santi, you had Santi Aldama starting on day one. Uh, you're playing games with Kennedy Chandler where he's getting minutes, David Roddy, Zaire Williams. You let go of two of your veteran players in DeAnthony Melton and Kyle Anderson. And your plan was, okay, Santi can do some of the Kyle stuff and, you know, some combination of Jitty and, Zaire or somebody and Roddy, whatever's gonna make up for what Melton did. And maybe Roddy can do some of the stuff Kyle Anderson did too. We'll figure it out. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> in the yeah. in the middle of being a team that everyone was predicting to come back and be one of the contenders in the West. So and doing- is to your point about Santi and Kyle, them numbers. Yeah. I know defensively it's not the same, but the three-point shooting is very much uh, an upgrade better. Yes, upgrade. Just, just totals as versatility on offense. But man, like I said, it's it's hard it's hard to get upset about what they're doing because they are a very good team. Yeah. But it seems like it's frustrating because your natural the way that you watch basketball, or process basketball all your life is young teams get good, then they go get that final piece. Rather, like we said, it's an Andre Iguodala or Kendrick Perkins or whatever it is. Oh, we need toughness, we need veteran leadership. We've seen this forever. Where teams go out and they get these guys. That yep. Boston team went out and got a Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? All these things have always happened. We all, we've seen this forever. Like, you know, guys go out and add that that extra piece or whatever. But what the Grizzlies are trying to do, it feels like they're not gonna do anything major. Because even even, even with the stuff that you hear them talking about doing, you're not seeing the Grizzlies like you're not hearing the Grizzlies connected to Pascal Siakam. You're hearing them connected to OG Ananobi, who's 23, 24 years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, he's still like 24, 25. So they're not, they're not going out there. It, it, even if you do, you're not going to see the Grizzlies go get Bradley Beal or, you know, I mean, it's, it won't be, it's going to be somebody around that same age timeline and it still will be someone who's developing to be a great player. Cause that's one thing about guys like OG, you people see like, okay, OG is good, but if you get him in the right system, can somebody unlock him and make him the Kawhi Leonard comp that he got, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, uh, 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 Chris Middleton type comps that he would get. Or whatever, could he could he become that guy? But uh it's it's wild to see, man, with all the frustrations of this season. 
Um, I do get the development part. I do want them just go out and get a dude. Go get Malik Beasley. Go get Alex. Just Curry. hold your damn horses, same. Just I want. This part of me just want to say, man, stop screwing around with these dudes. Like I, I can't, I can't deal with too much more of Zaire from another night. Like, you know what I mean? Man, I mean, the whole case you just made, you know, Boston getting to the finals, losing and deciding, you know what, we need to go get a Brogdon. They realized, and, and, and they were in the NBA finals last year. Milwaukee hitting their head up, up against yep. it and deciding, you know what, we need to go get another guy. And it ends up being Drew Holiday that puts right. him over. And exactly. saying they put themselves in position where you have the assets that once you know, right, once you, you get to the playoffs, may, maybe it's a Western Conference Finals, hopefully it is, and you lose there. Then you make that decision. You have those assets, and you say, "Okay, yeah. now it's time." But I don't. I don't think you want to rush that. I don't. You know. I again, and I would point to Minnesota as a team that appears Ooh. to have rushed the damn thing. Right? Not not even yeah. learning how to win in the playoffs before they go out and make a all put all push all the chips yeah. in move. You yeah. don't do it though. You learn yeah. first, like Boston, Milwaukee have sort of done, and and I think then you put yourself in a better position. But you know, we'll, we'll see how they do it. Maybe they're still saying some edge or edge work deal, a shooter you could go get yeah. where you're not necessarily spending as much as it feels like it's going to take to get a, a OG Ananobi. I mean, other teams are going to bid yeah. on you. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding frustrations. Man. Go ahead. And go I ahead. know the listeners probably going to tear me up for this, especially one of these names I'm about to say. Are you telling me we couldn't have done nothing with Rui Hachimura? Like we couldn't have got him in like. Cause that, that dude's gonna put on numbers in LA, bro. Like he had like twelve points in his off the bench in his first game. He's like a six eight, six nine, three four, yeah. super young. Played on the same team with uh, with Brandon Clark. Um, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like what? So so you're gonna push Santi and uh, you're gonna push Santi and Zaire back for Rui because you're ready to win now or try is, to? Am I really? Gonna, am I really saying that Rui is worse than Zaire? No, you're not young. I'm assuming you're, no, you're gonna you're gonna plug them in and put them ahead of those guys. Yeah. Three, four. I mean, those are the guys that you're gonna. I'm saying, would I be mad at it though? Like, shouldn't he be in front of Zaire? I mean, right, the- now, right now, sure. But in the, in doing that, saying I'm saying, does go to going back to your development question? Does it stunt? Does it stop even looking? Does it stop? Tr- you know that process of trying to develop him. You know they're not trying to get off of that and put somebody in front of him. If he's yeah. young player versus young player, does it really matter though? Because Rue is Rue is Rue is the same draft class as Ja, so ain't like you talking about some thirty year old dude. Yeah, I don't, yeah. This I don't next one really gonna make you mad. This really, the next one you gonna say you gonna cut the show off when I say this one. Okay. Like, um, are we convinced that Cam Reddish can't play for real? Is that oh, really man, where I'm, saying I'm gone? You talking? <laughs> man, Cam Reddish is a tease, bro. Do not be teased. That man is a siren. That's what we're doing for real. All right, let me ask you this, Jason. As, as we wrap the show up, as we end this episode of Grind Season, tell me that the Grizzlies, if, if tell me that if Cam Reddish and Zaire Williams, whole thing was reversed. If Zaire Williams was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks in that situation he was in, and mm-hmm. then was traded to the New York Knicks, and we drafted Cam Reddish at 10. Tell me Cam Reddish doesn't have a better, way better tool set than Zaire Williams. And if, and if the team like the Grizzlies had a focus on their developmental model with a guy like Cam Reddish, tell me that they wouldn't have two totally different careers. Possibly. I think I don't know. I question what the between the ears on Cam Reddish. I can, I can see Zaire Williams not even getting any playing time anywhere awesome. other than here. 
Possibly. There's some no, wires that are connected with Cam. With him. Man, what? Yeah, Cam had that one good game against the Grizzlies. Got you crazy. He lost my mind. Early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, they ain't played that well since. Uh, <laughs> but Cam Reddish can play, man. You Maybe they can bring you Alec Burks or something, man. Just something to uh, satisfy this little itch. You got to do something to get some I got a, I've, got a, I've got a fetish for big wings. Shout oh, out to oh, wings. It's a big wing you want. Yeah. The wing guru ain't got big wings, though. Mm-mm. Shout out to uh, Central Barbecue or something. I don't know. <laughs> they wings big as shit. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, man, like, are we really acting like Cam Reddish like can't play basketball? Like, is he a worse basketball player than Zaire? I just they're so into into molding now, and I just I is Cam enough of a of Cam a mold? Like twenty two, bro. We can't mold him. Twenty two, and it feels like he's he's been in the league how many years? <laughs> been given how many chances? He's the like, same age, same class as John Zion, though, bro. Are we acting like we couldn't get that dude and do nothing with him? Uh, is that what we is okay? Better comparison. Is Cam Reddish worse than John Concha? No. <laughs> so why do we, why why don't we go get Cam Reddish, bro? And like we'll say, well, John Concha has been real. We'll, uh, we'll holler at you again. I'm I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to put anybody. You know, to to put bodies in front of Santi and Zaire. I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush. I no, we're gonna learn about Zaire one way or the other. Like we're gonna find out this year. And we find out by I think, I think he's a little fraudulent by putting him out there. I mean, I think he's, I, I'm, a, I'm a Zaire guy. Some of y'all, it sounds like, have made the decision on him yeah. on Zaire, and that's fine if you have. But that yeah. that organization's not done with him. We, yeah. we don't find yeah. out if it's a bust or not. It might hey, be. I would, I would not be shocked if, if a minor trade goes if a not not a, if a trade goes down and Zaire is a part of. It. Maybe because some might see he him still have that first round yeah. value. Yeah, he's still yeah. six nine, six ten wing that can you know do some stuff in theory. He's not done, man. I'm not. He's gonna learn from man, this. Is, man. I'm telling you, done. man. Having a John Morant in the locker room too. If that yeah. dude, if that dude believes in you, now, yeah. now you continue to have games like last night, be minus nineteen. John Morant won't. But if he right. if, if he does. And, and 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 that's one of his flying partners on these alleys. If John yeah. believes in you, bro, you still got a chance, man. It's just the fact that I believe that Jake LaRavia and John Conchard and some second round picks could have got could have added Rui and right inexpensive. Cam Reddish and Rui to this roster. You take those guys, develop them, just like the rest of your young dudes. But these are guys who got a little bit more of a higher ceiling than you know Jake LaRavia. And John Concha. <laughs> well, is, is, is that a move that put that locks you and pushes you past Denver for the one spot? You know, but I'm does saying, it if we're, if we're contending and are? developing, if we're contending and developing, can I develop some dudes who actually can play basketball? Is that okay? Maybe so. Again, you know what I mean? Again, what was you saying about Santi this time last year? What were we all yep. saying? We just can't. We just can't pull out something. We can't. He whooped Joe Lewis's ass. We can't. We can't do that every time we talk. About I'm, him. I'm just saying. You got you. You, you sat up and did a whole. You did a whole monologue about about how well this team drafts and everything else, and eventually you did a whole monologue about it. And and you're deciding that we've seen enough on on. Zion. We we speaking we mystical to. stuff now, man. We 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 talking mystical stuff now because you know somebody's gonna be sorry, bro. Like everybody ain't gonna it's just. It's a good chance it's Zaire, and we know Conchar is. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like Jake Laravia is gonna be be real with you. This man, 
Man, you ain't seen enough of Jake LaRavia be able to tell if that man can uh, shoot. I gun. saw the man get two. I saw the man get two technical fouls because he can't hold nobody. He's just out there just tripping folks up. Typically, <laughs> it's an issue right now. And won't shoot the ball. He's a shooter that won't shoot the ball. So, well, anyway. and you're right. He was their highest pick. So you, I, right. we would. It would have been nice to see yeah, more than nice to see shooting out there. Yeah. But man, it's uh, but you we got to like flicks, like the little bit from what you've seen from Roddy, like you know, in the yeah, little Roddy can play, yeah. Roddy's, yeah, they got a swagger to him. Roddy's got that alpha mentality, he was big dog at Colorado State, you know, football player. He ain't begging nobody to give him the ball, 